Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Little learners, differentiation and how to accomplish it, build math into your child's day, division or equal grouping, and fractions, percent, and relative frequency. This is our podcast for week 42 in 2022. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services. Welcome back, Dr. Schroeder. Well, thanks for inviting me. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's see what wonderful links we uh, have. The uh, Now, the, the first one is about little learners. What is yeah. that What yeah, is yeah. That all about? Well, this is an online magazine from the UK. Oh, that is brimming with all kinds of information that is relevant for our little ones. It's nice and colorful, it's not complicated to read, and it has really clear descriptions of things that you can do with the little ones. I can only recommend our readers to, to take a look, and, and the link is on uh, on our post at the Discoculia headlines. Okay, so this yeah. is just a, just a good reference. A right. Yeah. Okay, well, that's super. Uh, the next link uh, is about differentiation and how to get it right in the in the classroom. Yeah, this um, this comes from the resilient educator. So it gives a, a really good summary of what differentiation exactly is and how to accomplish it best in a classroom because it's just not easy. Right now, of course. Working with children who have dyscalculia is always best done one-on-one, but if there are no options for that, this may be the best alternative. Mm. So, they give a lot of examples how you can differentiate your instruction. And uh, there are mainly four uh, ways. First of all, you can differentiate the content, then the process, Thirdly, the product, so what your student is giving back to you, and the learning environment. Okay. Now, next, they give some strategies to use, specifically for math here, because that is what's interesting. <laughs> That's the topic, right, yeah. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> so, uh, you can provide students with a choice board. They could have the option to learn about, say, probability by playing a game with another student, watching a video, reading the textbook, or working out problems on the worksheet. And maybe they gradually can uh, progress to do some some uh, problems also, if okay. that is your goal. You can teach mini-lessons to one student or, or a small group of students who did not grasp the concept that you were teaching yet in a, in a large group lesson. So it get it get over their head a little bit. Right. So this also gives you some time for uh, activities for those who um, have mastered the subject because right. they, they can, can work get, on that can, in the meantime. Right. They go on with their own stuff. Okay. Right. Then what we think is really really important: use manipulatives, especially with students that have more difficulty grasping a concept when they have it in their hand. They can get it in their head. Right. That is definitely uh, working. 
And please realize that there are manipulatives also for middle and high school. It's just not just the counters or the base 10 blocks. So have students that have already mastered the subject create notes for students that are still learning. You can do that and they can really feel very proud about that. Right, yeah, exactly. And maybe they'll use the words that these other students actually uh, relate yes, more to yes, than when course. a teacher uh, teaches it. So, and then That's for students that have um, mastered a lesson, um, you can ask them to give a step-by-step, -step, an in-depth step-by-step explanation of how they reach their solution. And uh, while not being rigid about the process with students who are still learning the basics of a concept, if they arrive at the, con uh, the correct answer, right. because it is harder to explain the step-by-step-by-step. -by -step -by -step. If they get there, that's already uh, yeah. wonderful. So they even give a short history of how differentiation in teaching came about. And I quote here, the roots of differentiation instruction go all the way back to the days of the one-room schoolhouse. Oh, that makes sense. Where one teacher had students of all ages in one classroom. Right. And later on, as the educational system transitioned to grade schools, it was assumed that children of the same age learned similarly. Maybe not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in 1912, I think, achievement tests were introduced. And the scores revealed the gaps in students' abilities within grade levels. And then, years and years later, in 75, Congress passed the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, the IDEA. And that said that children with disabilities had equal access to public education. Now, to reach this student population, many educators used uh, differentiated instruction strategies already. And then came the passage of the No Child Left Behind Act in 2000, which further encouraged differentiated and skill-based instruction. Now, and that's... Uh, because it works, actually. Yeah, so actually it's, it's centuries old. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we're still struggling with it. I mean, so many teachers and they're still struggling with it. It's centuries old, so. But it continues to be an issue. Now, the next link is about build math into your child's day. How are we going to do that? Start multiplication tables at breakfast? Uh, well, 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 well. Um, it can be done in a more fun way and for uh -huh. younger children. Um, we have talked about this before, but it remains a great topic. So... Here, the NAEYC, the National Association for the Education of Young Children, has a very good article with five ways to actually build math into your child's day without worksheets. Oh, okay. 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 So, you can build something together. Two small things can be used for one larger thing, and you can still make a nice building with that. You can also... Uh, measure things, count things, and, and write it down. Report right, how, how big the mm -hmm. table is and right. how many tiles your kitchen has. Um, then you can plan a dinner or a party, which obviously 
can include fractions, but also multiplication, because for so many people, you need to yeah. uh, multiply your recipe so many times. And then, another thing that I really like, mix math into the bedtime reading, because for years and years, we have told parents, read a little book when your child goes to bed. But that doesn't say that it cannot, that book cannot include uh, some number tales or uh, some pictures where you can point and count and compare things or see some uh, shapes and, and talk about the properties well, of that. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, Absolutely. Very doable, all those things. And um, uh, the details are all in the link. Okay, well, that's great. Actually, a very good, uh, good idea, certainly for the small ones. The next link is about division or equal grouping. What can we learn here? Is it that the same? Um, well, uh, you have two types of division. You have division by sharing. So say I have 12 pencils and I need to share it with uh, three uh, other students. Or you want to uh, do it by, by grouping, by measurements. So our dyscalculic students have, have a really hard time with uh, division. Now here, the Math Before Bed blog uh, brings us a nice printable PDF uh, with the well-known dots that the students can use to draw circles around uh, to do the equal grouping. So the concept of division as the reverse of multiplication is not that easy to grasp. Now using these dots and actually with a pen grouping them into the number you want to divide them in helps to visually uh, manipulate the problem and get a more vivid uh, idea on what division is and how it, how it actually works. Now, I think it is such an easy concept with easy materials, and you can use smaller numbers, obviously. Huh? We're talking about differentiation just a minute ago. Right. <laughs> have it a little bit easier for the little ones. Um, certainly worth exploring. It's a wonderful activity. And when this is still tricky for your children, just the drawing, right? When they're on a print, give them counters and small plates to do division. Also connect multiplication and division by repeating to move the plates with counters together and say the multiplication that they see then, then move them apart again and say the division. And you need to do this several times right. before that concept of the inverse operation sinks in. And obviously they don't need that difficult word. It's about the mental picture of the concept. Very good, very good. Very good ideas and very doable uh, with the little ones. It brings us to the last link, and that talks about fractions, percent, and relative frequency. It sounds complicated. What do we have here? Well, what they do here, this is a page from the developers from the website Math is Visual. Uh, that we really, really like and appreciate how nice uh, visuals they make there. I've, I've actually used concepts from them before. Now here, um, it is um, in this time of online working with children, it's really wonderful 
to have uh, resources like this that you can pull up and show. Um, and then you can talk about it. So in this particular case, they use pictures and discussion starters to introduce the concepts and the fractions and decimals and, and percentages. They, they are difficult, right? So you really need right. that visual illustration to yeah. get the message across. And uh, the page starts with a little movie clip. It's, it's like 10 seconds. That very clearly states the problem. And uh, also introduces a visual way to solve it. And these are ready to use visual number talk prompts, so to say. And then ask your students, uh, for instance, to convince their neighbor of how many okay, uh, things there are, or right. what the uh, comparison okay. is between the colors of the Smarties, uh, things like that. I, I, I can really recommend this. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder. Those were the links that we have for this week. We could go on forever, but it is our time to say goodbye. Hope to see you uh, again next week. Dr. Schroeder, obviously, the founder of Disco Coolia Services, and you know the story. We really need people to come and help children with dyscalculia. And for that, go to that website where you can do it online, at your own pace, with affordable payment plans. Uh, it is The website is discoculiatutortraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.